0: Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, Song, Scripture, and My Thoughts. Today is December 30th, 2022. Today's song recommendation is Alive and Breathing by Matt Mayer. Today's scripture will be found in the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. Psalm 18, verse 6 psalm 42 verse 5 ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and chapter 6 verse 16 hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 and we will end with 1st peter chapter 5 verse 9. i'm titling today's message are you in despair At the end of the year, a lot of people reflect to what they've done during the year and what they haven't done during the year and all the things that went wrong and all the things that went right. But it seems that more and more people are just giving up on life. They're in such despair. And so, if one of my listeners out there is in despair, I hope that this message helps you to get out of that mindset. If you're in the mindset of suicide, you've lost all hope. I hope this message encourages you I will try to get a message tomorrow on some scripture that has to do with hope. So this message will be on encouraging you to look to the one who can fix your problem. Anytime that somebody has thoughts of just wanting to end things. You're in a in a cycle of darkness. So my goal today is to breathe God's life and light into your situation so you don't go through with a suicide. Is we have to remember that Satan is always trying to get us to be down on our life, to be, to be in despair. He, he wants people to reject what God has in store for us. And he's doing that more and more, and people are listening to him, to Satan more and more, and ending their lives. And this is no joke. There are a lot of people that are in the pit of despair. And they can't seem to get out of that funk. This is a true crisis. So let's... The reason I want to start in Genesis is because in Genesis, when God first spoke, we have to hear in this message that he is God over all. And because he spoke things into existence, you came into existence and you had a purpose. You have a purpose. So, don't give up. I want you to see Jesus sitting in front of you and remember that you came into being because He wanted you to become a person of purpose. So, don't despair. Tell that mountain to leave. In the name of Jesus, whatever you're facing, tell it to go away, but don't do away with your life. Just tell the situation to go away because Jesus is on the throne and he has a purpose for you. Every single day we walk in his light and cast out any darkness. because the more we stay in darkness the more we start going downhill but God is light in the beginning when he spoke that very command into existence he is the light that shines in the darkness and only through him Can you find that strength and power to get out of the the pit, the pit of despair, the pit of darkness? Also, I want to remind you that he is the giver of life and he sets your end date. Don't thwart his plan because the devil is in your ear that you have nothing to live for. Shoe the devil away. Even if you speak just the name of Jesus, they have to flee. And they will. Genesis chapter 1 says this. God, the maker of heaven and earth, says this. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Pause. And he created you in your mother's womb. You are important. You have purpose. Verse 2, the earth was formless and void and darkness was over the surface of the deep and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Then God said, let there be light and there was light god saw that the light was good and god separated the light from the darkness god called the light day and the darkness he called night and there was evening and there was morning one day pause god saw that the light was good and he separates the light from the darkness. God is light. I want to go over to John so I'm going to add John chapter 1 turn your Bibles to to John chapter 1 and I didn't have a marker in there because I hadn't planned on reading John but there are many that refuse the light and those that refuse the light go into despair chapter 1 in john in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god and he was in the beginning with god all things came into being through him and apart from him nothing came into being that has come into being. Pause. Note in verse 4. This is what you need to do because in him was life and the life was the light of men. This is why we need Jesus and the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth He leads us to know who the Son of God is, because in Jesus was life, and the life was the light of men. Jesus is the light of men. So seek him today. Verse 5, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Pause. Pause. We need, I can't remember which podcast I did, where we just need, everyone needs a fresh wind, a fresh breathing of the Lord to fill them, to overflowing with the Holy Spirit of God. When a person is in despair, they're running on empty. And the only way you can fill that emptiness is by asking Jesus to help and to stay in the Word of God. Even if you've never picked up your Bible before to read the Word of God, pick it up today. Because in the Word of God, and the Word became life, which is Jesus Christ, everything that we read, Jesus... Is the word of life. And so when we pick up the Bible to read, we get full of the goodness of God. And we get full of the Holy Spirit of God. And only when we keep reading, we keep that fullness. Because again, the devil keeps trying to cause somebody to give up. So easy to go there. Sometimes even medication could be the trickery of the the devil to give you depressing thoughts. Story after story this year, the person was having fun with the family, everything seemed right and then the next day they just get away with their life. Or that same day. The devil is winning a lot of souls. We must not let it happen. We must not let it happen. Turn to Psalm 18 verse 6 and this is the last Psalm that I've talked about in, in this ministry and I've been uh, meaning to come on and do a podcast on Psalm 19 and keep going in the Psalms because there's a lot of prophetic messages in the Psalms. There's a lot of messages on on hope, in hoping in the Lord. So, but let's just read verse 6 in Psalm 18, which says this, In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God for help. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry for help before him came into his ears. Pause. When we cry out to the Lord in our distress, he hears us. Our cry for help comes into his ears. And remember that all the tears that we cry, he bottles up. Not one tear of yours is wasted. Don't give up. Sometimes when I'm in the funk, Psalm 42, verse 5. And it's important to recognize it when you're starting to feel despair because everybody feels it. Nobody's nobody never feels in despair. I don't think so. I I, I mean if nobody out there has despair, wow. But when I feel despair. Psalm 42, verse five, I always think of, because it keeps my soul in check. Like to just remind myself, no, despair is not something that God wants you to feel. That's the devil causing this despair. And I need to cast despair out, out of me, off of me, out of my home by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus and declare it. And then I say God's name all the time because the devil flees. Demons flee when we say Jesus. Psalm 42 verse 5 says this. Why are you in despair, O my soul? And why have you become disturbed within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him for the help of His presence. Pause. It's you're talking to yourself. Why, soul, are you in despair? Why are you downcast? What's wrong with you? Hope in God. For I shall again praise him for the help of his presence. Because when we are in despair, the presence of God isn't hovering over us because we're despairing and we're letting Satan in our ear. But no, we have to say, why are you, soul, in despair and disturbed? There's a disturbance going on in your life and we need to recognize it and hope in God for I shall again praise him and give him glory in my life. I shall have him come back into my space, back into my presence. And I will cling to him every single second of the day. But guys, if you're out there despairing to the pit, going into that dark pit, and you're considering suicide, you're in so much distress. Don't go through with it. You need to bring the presence of the Lord into your space. Right now, the only thing we can cling to that we, that, that we can grab a hold of that is of God is His Holy Bible. Grab it. Cling to it. Read it. Even if you don't understand, keep reading because as you do, those thoughts of despair are going to leave you. They are going to leave you. Turn to Ephesians chapter two verse eight it says this for by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Pause. When we reviewed the the purpose of why Jesus came to be born, to save us from our sins, It is through his grace that we are forgiven. And I talked about how we cannot celebrate the birth of Jesus without seeing the cross of Calvary and the the bloodshed for our sins. His grace is sufficient for us. Nothing that we've done can ever take that away if we believe in Jesus Christ wholeheartedly. His grace has washed us clean. We don't deserve it. It's not from anything that we did. But the devil wants to keep putting putting those thoughts in your ears and in mine of things we did in the past, present, and future. And I used to let it affect me But I don't anymore because I know that I am forgiven. His grace is enough. His blood on the cross of Calvary has washed us clean for those that believe in Him. There is the power that's in the blood of Jesus, that sacrificial blood that atones for our sins. The whole purpose of Him coming down was to die on that cross so we could have, so we could get forgiveness, to have forgiveness and to be in close relationship with the Father. And because of this forgiveness of our sins, he now extends grace to us that frees us, frees us from our guilt. You are freed, free indeed. Ephesians 2 in verse 13 says this, But now, in Christ Jesus, you, who formerly were far off, have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. Pause. We must not ever stay in the pit of despair. There's a way out. There's a way out. And that way is through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. He saves. He will save you. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. Which says this, in addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which we'll be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Pause. Does it say some of the flaming arrows of the evil one? It does not. It says all. So any attack that Satan is having on your life, any disturbance from your joy, that's an attack from Satan. And he wants to have you in your life. Don't let him have his way. Flick them away. Shoo them away. Take up the shield of faith. It's our faith and our hope in Jesus that saves us through all in every circumstance that weighs us down. We take up the shield of faith. And with that shield of faith, make the movement. You have a shield in your hands. And you're taking it up as they did back in those days to protect their heart. Take it up, even as far as your mind, and keep that shield of faith up. And it will extinguish any form of attack that the evil one has on your life. So take up the shield of faith, grab a hold of your Holy Bible, cling to it, cling to his every word, read it. And I'm going to even add Ephesians 6, 17, because we also need the helmet. We need the full armor of God, if you want to read the full armor, it's in Ephesians 6, verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and you put that on your head, imagine that you have a helmet in your hand and you're gonna put it over your head, over your mind, over your brain, over your thoughts. And with that protection that comes through the helmet of God, He will, he will protect your thoughts. He will, he will protect your dreams from the evil one. It's important to put this, this equipment on it's very, very important. Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. It says this. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Pause. If you don't have the faith right now, it's a gift from God. To achieve the faith, put on the equipment of God, grab your Bible, If you don't have one, you can find it on your iPhone and read scripture. And then he will reward you with faith because you're pursuing him. Anyone that pursues him, he is is there. Anybody that knocks, he opens the door. You must believe in the one that you're clinging to. The one that you're hoping in. The one that you have faith in. You must believe in Him. And when you do so, He saves you from the pit of darkness. I don't know, guys, what happens to people that end their lives. Only God does. But I solemnly believe, I believe with all my heart, That if a person truly has faith and knows God, they won't commit suicide. Those that have, that believed in God and just said they just wanted to end it, I don't know what God does with people. I'm assuming he takes them to heaven. I don't know. I, I simply do not know. The only thing that I can do is try to talk somebody out of committing suicide because scripture tells us that there's a time to be born and there's a time to die. And so by trumping God's will for you and playing God yourself and ending your life, it's not, that could never be a right decision. But if only you know or know of someone that has ended their life and and know what their relationship was with God. Only you know. So, I'm not going to say that someone ends up in heaven or someone doesn't because I personally do not know. I do not know. I know salvation comes through the Lord, and he is the one that takes somebody home. And the reason I I, I don't want to be in agreement with that decision is because people listening might say, well, okay, then I'm going to heaven, and that's not the message here that I'm preaching. I am preaching that if somebody has full faith in the Lord for their life, they will not go through with suicide. But if they have, only the people that know the people that passed away in that in that way know what that person's journey was. And if the journey was that they knew the Lord wholeheartedly and yet made the wrong decision. Yeah, You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And I don't know why I went to, down that path because it's a question that I think a lot of people have. Do people that commit suicide go to heaven? I can't answer that for you. My hope is that they do. Of course, my hope is that they do. Go to heaven. Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. It says this. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and as sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Pause. Jesus Christ is the author and perfecter of faith. And only through him we can have joy in our hearts. Even if everything else seems like it's rotten in our lives, we can still cling to the joy that we have in our hearts, the hope in Jesus Christ. Nobody can take that away, ever. So when Jesus Christ, He endured the cross for our sake, but guess what? He died for our sins on that cross. He atoned for our sins. He resurrected after he was buried he was rec- he resurrected on the 3rd day and he sat he sits down at the right hand of the throne of God and there he is and he he helps us he ga- he gave us his spirit to guide us to help us Turn to 1 Peter chapter 5 Verse 9 says this But resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. Pause. Resist the devil. Resist the devil. Firm in your faith, knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. I'm going to go ahead and add verse 10. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen and establish you pause so the if we stand firm in our faith in Jesus Christ he's the god of all grace he has he's offered you grace for all that you've done if you believe in him you are forgiven And he calls us to his eternal glory in Christ. And Jesus is perfecting us. He's confirming our salvation. He's strengthening us and he's establishing us. Our hope comes from the Lord. He will handle it. He handles it in your crisis right now. He shows us what we need to do. We need to pick up the Holy Bible and read it. We need to put that shield of faith up. We need to put the helmet on. And we need to know Him and stick to what He says is truth. We don't have to know everything about Him, but we just have to follow Him and stay in the light. And he will perfect us, confirm us, strengthen us and establish us. Verse 11: "To him be dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Turn to First John chapter five, verses four and five. says this, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is the one who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the son of God. This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and with the blood. It is the Spirit who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. For there are three that testify testify, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood, and the three are in agreement. Pause. I read through verse 8 there. He, how do we overcome? So easy. For whatever is born of God, you need a rebirth. You need to be born again. Where you have Jesus' blood flowing through your veins. Jesus' blood flowing through your veins. You are a new creation in Christ. The old Jew is gone. The new you has been reborn. Just as we believe that God himself came down to be born of the Virgin Mary, we can believe that we can get a new birth and have Jesus' blood flowing through our veins. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith in him. Our faith. Who is the one who overcomes the world but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Who overcomes? Those that believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Wholeheartedly. Jesus is the only one that can save you out of your despair, out of the pit of darkness. He's the only one. We're going to end, and I may have already, let's turn to Hebrews 7, 25. says this therefore he is able also to save forever those who draw near to god through him since he always lives to make intercession for them pause so once he sat to the right of god on his throne he is now making inter- he now intercedes for us permanently. He saves us forever, those who draw near to God, through Jesus Christ. Since he always lives to make intercession for them, for us. I can't reach anybody in the past, but I can reach people now and like I said, this this has been, it seems like more and more people are suicidal these days. And I believe it's because they don't pick up their Holy Bible and read and believe in the Lord God Almighty, the maker of the heavens and the earth. They lose hope. They can't climb out of their pit of despair. And it's sad, so very sad. Jesus can help you. I hope that you start listening to God's voice and shut the, the demons out the ones that are weighing you down. Last night I was thinking, oh, I wish I had better quality of life. <laughs> you know, I get so tired of being tired. And I think, oh, this, is, this is hard. But when I have feelings like that, I turn to the Lord for help. Because, geez, there are a lot of people that are in worse shape than I am. And I have, I'm not always having bad quality of life. But there are times when it becomes one day, two days, three days, where I have absolutely no energy. But what I do is I look to God to help me. And if I didn't have God, I might be in that pit of despair, in that pit of darkness, and not be able to climb out. Like I said earlier on in this podcast, it is about not, I believe it's, it's not knowing God. The people that, that can't get out of their funk. I don't know. I don't know what the root cause is, but I know that Satan is the one in that person's ear saying, just give up. You have nothing to live for. Snuffing out somebody's purpose. Do you know that a person's purpose could be just to say to some random person, Jesus Christ saves? And think that that doesn't mean anything to the person that that they said that to. But that person could be having suicidal thoughts. And the devil knows. Knows your destiny. Well, gotta shut that person down. Snuff them out. So they don't ever say that to the other person that's feeling down in the dumps, desperate. There's been a disturbance in their joy. Everyone has a purpose. Everyone has a time to be born and a time to die. There might be a day when you don't feel like you're helping anybody. You're just trying to get through the day. Sometimes I will just go and just sing to the Lord for an hour or two. I love my God. I love the life he's given me. I give him thanks. I give him thanks in all things because I know that he is constantly perfecting me, establishing me strengthening me, and I don't always have to feel good. I don't always have to feel good Just do good. I just pray over anybody that's listening to this message that is feeling down in the dumps or or can't seem to climb out of their pit of despair. Some of the things that help keep us down, and I'm thankful I don't have these problems, but there are a lot of people that have problems with addiction. Alcohol and drugs, even marijuana can cloud somebody's And even, it's a word I want to use, I call it an altered state of mind. And when someone is in that altered state of mind, it disrupts them getting to know the Lord. Because the mind is polluted with alcohol or or drugs. And through that pollution, people aren't thinking straight to get out of their funk. In order to have the the mind of Christ, we need to clear out all that clutter. So if you have those addictions, pray to God that, that he sets you free from those addictions. Even if you keep falling, keep reaching, if you keep reaching for the drink, keep reaching for the drug. And in between those, you're praying to God, help me, I don't want to do that anymore. And then you reach for it again and you pray again and you reach for it again and you pray again. God sees your desperation. He is hearing you, he is catching your tears, he is with you through the struggle. Better to go with it with him than without. That keeps you going, praying through through those cycles. okay I really have gone on long enough here with this message I hope I've reached somebody I really do pray pray for you don't give up I'll try to come on to do the message on hope and I'll probably just focus on one scripture that I really love that has to do with hope and talk to you some more all the glory to God much love to all Until next time, don't give up. Bye.